Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a full dive of virtual reality gaming. This podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products, a leader in the VR and AR accessory field. Check them out on Amazon. You use code FULLDIVE10 for 10% off any of their products, whether that's an Asterian or a VR headset stand. Their Vertex headphone stands, they're really cool. They light up with RGB. I would check them out. Uh, I'm Jay Brat, a VR YouTuber and streamer. And I'm Nat Brat, a VR enthusiast who sometimes gets hit in the face with VR controllers. It did happen, but only once, I think. Well, <laughs> maybe out on this trip. So a couple of things, actually, we have exciting news. We've had a lot of trips this month going on because of the VR and the other, the JBrat channel. Uh, so this weekend, we're actually going to be in North Carolina for the Animazement Convention. So if you're anywhere near Raleigh and you want to come meet us, hang out at the Animazement Convention, tons of cosplay, anime, Japanese culture, all kinds of stuff going on. Hit us up in the Discord and let us know. We do have a couple comp tickets that we could probably get some people in with if you are nearby. And speaking of traveling, we actually just got back from a trip to Bend, Oregon to check out a zero latency VR location. Nat, can you let our listeners out there who've never heard of a zero latency know what is zero latency? Zero latency is a VR experience where there's a big, huge room that you go into you strap on like a vr capable laptop eventually that'll go by it's the like wayside. a backpack yeah. yeah like a backpack and you go into this big warehousey room and you walk in the warehouse and that is you walking in the game so it's a really amazing experience that you don't see in many many places they're actually a worldwide company but of course, depending on what part of the world you're in, there may be more or less. They're based out of Australia. So there's a lot of them in Australia where here in Oregon, there's only one, you know, there's more in busier, bigger states. And of course, they're in Europe and other places around the world. So just like Nat said, it translates real life movement into a virtual world. You're no longer using analog sticks to move forward or press forward. So Zero Latency has a whole different breadth of experiences. Uh, most of them involve a gun. So they have this big... Gun controller, for those of you watching, I'll have a, some videos up here on the screen so you can see what I'm talking about. But basically, it looks like a futuristic assault rifle. It's decently heavy, and it has one controller on top, a Windows Mixed Reality controller that faces towards your headset, and that's how it tracks this controller. And of course, inside the game, it looks like any sort of different gun. It can look like an AK-47, a shotgun, a futuristic sci-fi rail gun. There is one experience that doesn't involve a gun. It's just a walkthrough experience, but pretty much everything in, you have a gun for one reason or whether you're shooting zombies, fighting each other or even repainting the map uh, in one game where you're, you're trying to save this other planet. And it's a truly unique experience, even for VR enthusiasts, because you feel so much more free and real that it really lets you walk through it. But we took some people here who were not as experienced in VR. Now, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So we had a group of people with various levels of experience in VR. Some had maybe tried one or two times. Um, I think most had tried VR maybe one or two times. Um, there was one person that's tried all the different headsets but has never been in an experience like Zero Latency. And it was really fun seeing everyone's different reactions. Um, we had some people that, you know, just didn't really know what to expect. And definitely one thing that people didn't expect was how hot it would get <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, when you have, you know, the the backpack PC on, you're all in the space. Um, it can get very hot with and with the headset on and everything. Um, so that was a lesson learned from some people. 
Um, but it was definitely cool to see um, everyone's different reactions. And another cool thing about this specific location in Bend is this location, I feel like, is just like a gaming hub kind of i mean not hub but i don't know it's more than only vr they have board games they have a lounge area where you can play board games and um have some drinks have some snacks they have an area where you can watch people playing their games in the arena they even have a giant chess board for serious mm -hmm. players only they have <laughs> pinball they just have all kinds of stuff there that makes it just a really fun experience where there's all kinds of different things you can do. You can hang out for, you know, long periods of time, even if you were only there for one experience, um, one VR experience. So it's really cool um, to see that also. And that was fun. We got to hang out there for several hours, um, hanging out with everybody and, you know, getting in and out of these different experiences and games. Yeah, they really made this one specifically almost more like a like a bowling alley. You know, it had yeah. like an arcade area, the machines, cornhole. You can get drinks and snacks there. Unlike our previous one that just Nat and I had been to in Texas, that was really just a zero latency. This one was like a full gaming center, you know, kind of like a rec room. Yeah. They actually also had a Roto VR chair, which is like a motion simulator. It, it can move and turn and shake. They actually have that for accessibility. So if there's one person in the group that can't walk in the arena to play the games, they put them in that chair and they oh, give them wow. an option to, they give, they add a locomotion option so the person can choose how they move, but then they can experience this alongside their other friends. What? I had no idea. I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting in the front and I was like, what is this for? Wow. It's just sitting there. And that's, that's what they told me. They have a way to hook that up so that if you have a friend who can't walk, they can still come experience it at this location. Not all of them have this, which is that's really, really awesome. thoughtful. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about this that was different was unlike in Texas where we were going to try every single experience in a row, this one I had to kind of pick and choose because it was supposed to be a limited amount of time. And and I felt a little bad doing it because I feel like if you've never heard of Zero Latency Engineerium, I feel like it's kind of the mm -hmm. perfect experience. It's like an experience where you just walk through and you'll be walking forward, but the wall will be turning while you walk or you'll have to step onto an elevator that lifts you up or you'll walk around a corkscrew while walking forward. And it's a good intro to it. It kind of helps you mm -hmm. feel it. But since we had such limited time and I was only supposed to be able to play two things and record it all, I threw everybody right into the deep end with the PvP combat based game called Soul Raiders. And so all these people who had never been in an experience like this were thrown into this tense combat situation <laughs> right from the start. We had three of us versus the other three of us. And everybody's running around this room with their guns, trying to complete the objectives and kill each other at the same time. And it was probably a little intense of a way to start the day. But everyone seemed to have such a good time. They there was no no one brought up any thing that they didn't like about it really yeah. which surprised me everyone had a good time the one thing that was different about this arena than the one in texas texas was a very long room very open but it was more of a large rectangle this one was a bigger square but it had a post right in the middle a support post they couldn't take out you know it's a load-bearing post and so they the way the program automatically scales these games it would build an obstacle into the game in the place of that pole so whatever game we were playing, there was something there that would keep you away from it. But even though the room was big, that pole being in the middle kind of limited some of our movement when we were trying to get around each other. Because you don't want to crash into someone. You can see them tracked in the game, but you still have to keep some distance. Otherwise, the alarm starts sounding on you and telling you you're near someone. Be careful. And you have to really watch out. 
And that kind of, I felt a little bad taking new people into this because I was worried that made it difficult on them, but they all still seem to have a really good time. And they said that the way the systems are built in, it like warns you if you're near a wall or if you're near another person, they never felt like they were actually going to crash into another person because they were worried about that. I was pretty impressed uh, with how they did that with the pole in the middle of the room. It, yeah, they, it was really, they did a good job with that, making it part of the game and and not feel like oh i'm just scooching around the pole the whole time so yeah (laughs) Yeah, they really they built in a real object unfortunately the objects sometimes were a little bigger than they needed to be so it did limit the space more like you were it would stop you long before you even got near the pole like it could have been a little closer man i understand they don't want people to run to the pole and get hurt and stuff but it just seemed like it was limiting the space more than i wanted it to Mm -hmm. but to those of you out there, whether, you've, whether you're new to VR or you've experienced for years, there is nothing quite like being able to walk in the real world and be moving through a virtual space. You know, even if you have a big play space and you do kind of room scale experiences, it's nothing like this. You feel like you're walking from one end of a spaceship to the other end of a spaceship the way it's designed. Because you may walk, you know, 30 feet through the room and you're coming up against a wall, but then it has you turn to the right and step into an elevator. And then the game, the elevator takes you up and then you don't realize you're walking again back the same 30 feet that you came, but it looks like you're in such a different area of the ship that you feel like it's this continuous world that keeps on going, even though you're basically doing laps in this room. It's a really unique experience. Yeah, it's really awesome. And I it was interesting, too, because we did end up get getting to play a couple more games than we thought. And we ended up finishing with the engineering game where you're just kind of walking around and there's the, you know, you're like walking up the wall, kind of like in um, Inception and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And that was a lot of people's favorite experience. And I I can really see why, because it really shows you the technology, like the reality bending abilities of this technology and it's just really pretty and calm and you don't get as hot because you're not running around (laughs) you don't have like your gun in your hand and stuff so but that that one is really cool it's really fun it's kind of magical it's just this Mm -hmm. nice area there's beautiful scenery there's water around you and uh one person that was in our group that's tried many different headsets but not psvr um was talking about how he was really impressed with the graphics and what was the headset that they have now at the reverb g2s which are one of the highest fidelity headsets on the market yeah, yeah it they're did using look really that. nice and then you also have a backpack vc as we mentioned earlier so yeah you're talking like 15 pound backpack a headset headphones yeah. that are over ear can so it's like wearing a yes. pair of earmuffs you get warm but we have some exciting news about the company that's coming it's just rolling out right now they are switching to vive focus headsets that are fully wireless and no more backpack pcs the way they're going to accomplish that is each PC is basically going to be mounted onto the wall with its own Wi-Fi network just to that headset for minimal latency, perfect clarity, and complete wireless freedom, which will be so much more comfortable for people who are going to check out a zero latency. This is only rolling out in Australia, I believe, for right now, because that's where their corporate headquarters are, but they're planning to take it worldwide. And that would make this such a nicer, more immersive experience, not having that heavy backpack on. That's awesome. I kind of don't mind the backpack. I feel like I'll kind of miss that because it feels cool kind of like 
getting on your gear, you know? <laughs> but it is, I mean, with me as a short person, it also was a little interesting because, like, it didn't fit on my back super well because it was a little long for my mm. short person body. And so it did feel kind of weird, which did mess with the immersion a little bit because I really noticed it, you know, it's, like, not sitting quite right on my back. But um, it definitely does feel cool when you're first suiting up with it. It does. Yeah, I'm hoping it will what that means. Be nice to not have it. I'm hoping that that means they'll give us a haptic vest instead, <gasps> because then you won't have to carry all that weight. If you add a haptic vest to this, maybe some full body tracking, zero latency would be <sighs> the perfect location based VR yes. for people. And something we should probably talk about. We should probably talk about the price at least a little yes. bit here. Mm -hmm. uh, so zero latency experiences are based on time in half hour increments. So when you go to one. You're, you might buy a game that is 15 minutes or a half hour. And if you book a 15-minute experience, they don't necessarily let you book anything else. But they usually then will let you play. They'll let you play again and play something else because you're there for a half hour. You've paid for a half hour and you may have only done a 15-minute experience. And some of them, like the one we went to in Bend, are more reasonably priced than others. In Bend right here, I'm looking at tickets right now. And if I wanted to go to one today, it'd be $26 per person, hmm. which I don't – I'm trying to look ahead a little and see if that's uh, – is that just because I'm booking it last minute? Can they cost more another time? And it looks like it's actually – the one in Bend is $26 a person which is a very reasonable price, I would say, for a half hour of fun. Now, obviously, think about you take four friends, you're talking $104 altogether. But that's gonna that's gonna be if you go somewhere like Houston now, $49 per person. Ooh. So there is a pretty wild variation. here. Wow. If you're listening to this, and you're thinking, wow, I want to check out a zero latency and see what it's like. They did give us a code J20. J-A-Y-2-0 to get 20% off. So make sure you use that because that could make a huge difference, especially if you're paying 50 bucks a person in Houston. But I'd say at least for one time, at least to experience what this is like, it is absolutely worth it in my mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty amazing experience. Yeah, there's nothing quite like it. And you may have, if you have a quest and you got Space Pirate Arena to work in a Wi-Fi location with three other people, you've had a taste of what zero latency is yeah. like. You've had that real world movement, but still that 32 by 32 that Space Pirate Arena uses to have real world look motion is so much smaller mm -hmm. than the space that you're gonna have at a zero latency that I think whether you're brand new to VR or whether you've done it since the beginning, having an experience like this is worth it and it will yes. change your perspective a bit about what can be coming in the VR world. It's really, really cool. Yes, and like uh, we mentioned, well, we both have, been in VR for years now and it was amazing for us. The person that we brought that's tried almost all the different headsets also was amazed with this experience. And I would definitely say if you're in Texas, definitely go to was it Dallas that we went to last summer? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. go to the Dallas location. Um Jonah and Liz, I don't know if they'll still be there by the time you listen to this if you listen to this in the future, but uh they were there when we were there last year and they're awesome and they really make the experience even better. So definitely if you're in Texas, go to that Dallas location. 
<laughs> yes, and they were absolutely the amazing. J20 code for 20% off. <laughs> yes. Options. So what do you think about zero latency or location-based VR in general? Have you ever checked one out? I'd love it if you came and joined our Discord and let us know what you think about it. We've shown some videos there before and talked about our other visits to zero latency. And of course, if you're interested or in North Carolina or anywhere near Animazement, come join the Discord and tell us. We can arrange for you to come hang out and do some. I'm going to be running a VR room, letting people try VR. We've got a couple of VR panels we'll be talking in. So come join us there. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps get the podcast out there so others can listen and find us. Check it out. We really appreciate anyone who reviews and rates. It makes a big difference for this podcast spreading. And if you're listening to this podcast because you're considering getting into VR, what should you do? Dive on in. Dive on in. Thank you.